Hello and welcome to the all-new Manic Film Club Hidden Gems. The film review show where we say things like, You there, are you looking for a film that's about wolves, but not actually about wolves, yet somehow still totally about wolves? Then boy, have I got a film for you. My name's Liam and I'm the alpha of this here pack. But joining me through the powers of the internet is a very special dude. He's the Betty Spaghetti to my alpha. It's Tobias. I absolutely hated that introduction. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew you would. Oh. Hey, Bertie. Or should hey. I say, Bertie? No, don't. Don't do it. How you getting on, bud? All right. Ready for season three. Oh, I'm so ready for season three. Now, for season three, um, we've kind of gone back to what we did for season one, where we went via a list. Yes. Um, so for this time, we've compiled a list from different sources of hidden gems that you can find on Netflix. I think we've got some from GQ Magazine, Insider, a couple of different sources we've compiled into one list of 19 films. Yes. So to buy So I can tell you, it's not going to take all year like season two no. did. <laughs> no, this will be a limited series. Mm-hmm. handful of episodes but anyway we selected the film we announced it in the in one of the main episodes of the manic podcast what did we watch we watched hold the dark in the grim alaskan winter a na- a naturalist i can't say it a naturalist hunts for wolves blamed for killing a local boy but he soon finds himself swept into a chilling mystery Starring Jeffrey Wright, Alexander Skarsgård, directed by Jeremy Sulnier. Yeah. Lots of big names. Yes. Somehow, really boring. Somehow, weird. So boring. Going from, okay, it's a naked lady in a weird mask. Naked lady in a weird mask. I'm going, you know, this is the point. I remember I've already seen this film. (laughs) (laughs) and it wouldn't be a manic film club without you realizing you've actually already seen one of our films. But this is the first one, first one of the season. <laughs> yeah, um, get out of the way. I now. also also know why I forgot about it because it's so boring. Also, honestly, right, without any research, yeah, did did you get it? What do you mean? Did I get it? As in, right? Did you get that they're brother and sister? No. They're brother and sister. What? Yeah. I will say the only thing, obviously we, we always say with, with the film club that every episode is just spoilers because we're discussing the film. Oh, yeah. And we assume I did, that you've... I did guess fairly early on that mm. he was going to meet with her. I didn't think he was going to try and kill her because there was already yeah. very clearly something weird between them. Didn't yeah. realise brother and sister. Yes. Apparently that's more apparent in the book. Didn't know it was a book. Yes. Uh, this is this. basically I watched it and this is the second time I've watched it <laughs> um, and it was definitely one that I had to keep reminding myself that I was watching it I'm glad that I was actually doing a Tobias and doing something else at the time yes um, I also was doing that but in a very much a way of but when you do it it's just called doing stuff <laughs> yeah because you are Tobias yeah but it was a case of Anything else I was doing was more interesting. Well, would you like to know what I was doing, which was more interesting? I mean, because I'm not I sure. Just, <laughs> I have just downloaded IMDb on my phone. Right. And, and I was adding this film to my watch list, which I use actually just to document every film I've ever watched. Yes. OK. That way I can just see, well, I've watched this many films. But I realised, because yes. that's not what that's for. I haven't rated any films. 
So the 876 films that were on my watch list, I sat and rated. <laughs> so as I was watching this, I'd click on it, click on the stars, go, well, that was all right, better than that film, better than that. Um, so that's what I did by watching this film. And I'm glad because actually this film was so boring. Except for, I will say, the bit I didn't mind was actually the bit where um, Skarsgård's friend was in the house shooting lots of people. That's the it, bit I liked. Okay. It's very boring. Something. It's very boring, but then also suddenly very got a naked woman or got very violent. It got very cutthroat, literally. And it's like, okay, so a wolf killed my child. Yeah. I, I want to kill the wolf. I'll get an expert. The expert's like, don't kill the wolf. Um, and then really, there's not a lot of wolves. There's um, not a lot of wolves. And the, the thing is, not only is that all rubbish, she strangled her own kid anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm unsure why. Well, whenever anyone wears a mask, they're weird. Yeah. I think the whole fact that their brother and sister does play a part in all this. Yeah. Which is why I think it should be a little bit clearer. Yeah. I don't think a film needs to treat the audience as stupid. But I think I need a few more pointers sometimes. Why did she kill... That's a dodgy thing to do. Son. What's this film called? Hold the Dark. Mm-hmm. There you go. Why did she kill her son in Hold the Dark? She killed her son to lure Vernon home. Mm-hmm. Her tears may only be tears of loneliness, and her advances on Russell were nothing less of oh, nothing but sexual. We see Vernon place his hand on Medora in the cave. Okay. So um he, she she killed the child just to get him to come home for more, which she didn't need to do anyway because he just got shot in the face and had to come home anyway. Yeah, because nobody actually told him that his son had died. Um, but also there were he... some really good actors in this, and they, I feel like they were all a little bit wasted on this film. I really like Jeffrey Rush. Rush yeah, Jeffrey, Rush. Jeffrey Wright is his name, <laughs> not Jeffrey Rush. No. I like Alexander Skarsgård, but yeah. I, ha- I have more of a special love for Jeffrey Wright because I just My... I, I I really like him. Um, While we're on this, let's let's talk about one of the points because we like to break this down. Let's talk about the acting in this. Let's start with Skarsgård because actually he did one thing in this and that was nothing. As in, he did nothing with his face. He didn't um... show any form of emotion, and, and that was probably the character. But still, nothing. Okay. Much like his wife. I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna say I don't think anyone should win any awards. I don't think I don't think the acting was terrible because I do think they were portraying the characters they were meant to portray. Yeah, I don't I wouldn't say they were bad, but when I mean when I say he did nothing, I mean performance wise, visually, the character didn't do anything. There was no emotion. Um I can't say much about Alexander Skarsgård because actually I didn't care for the character. I don't think you were meant to. I don't think you were meant. To, if any, if you were meant to care for any character, I think it was Jeffrey. Yeah. Right. Because I, I suppose you're meant to care for her character, at least initially. initially. Yeah. Until you're like, oh, no, she just killed a kid. Yeah. 
Uh, obviously, I mean, my favourite moment for him, and not because there were boobs, <laughs> wow. but he he's staying in this cabin. They've had a chat, and she's she's and he's just like he he's sort of like oh she's 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 having a bath naked. All right, cool. I won't pay too much attention to that. And then she just walks in in a mask. And... Creepy. I'm sorry. If yeah, the, the pro- my issue with that is he is very clearly watching. But she does not notice him at first. She goes to look out the yes. window. He then yeah. physically basically sits up to kind of look at her. Yeah. And I'm like, why? I'm sorry, if you're staying at someone's house who you don't know, a bit weird yeah. already. Could have stayed anywhere else. Yeah. Um, not in the house of the person who's hired you. I feel like there's a an issue there. Then you've you've already just basically stood and watched her in the bath. That's already a bit weird. But I mean, she, she left. Wanted... The... In all fairness, she left the door. Oh open. yeah, she wanted yes. to be. That was very clear in that. I don't think the issue is him seeing because he's very much a "what are you doing" sort of expression of what is going on here. Yeah, but for me, I was thinking of it more of the point of view of if I was randomly staying at someone's house. Yes. The bath bit aside, and then I watched them while I was trying to sleep, walk naked with a wolf mask. I would not make it clear I was awake. No, I would uh, be like, I need to because I'd be like, I'm gonna die. This is it, and then gets in bed with you. Yeah, I know, and it's just like, this isn't, and just kind of accepts it, and then places his hands on her, which I've just looked online. Apparently, is literally exactly the way the he the guy greets her in the cave later on. Mm, Apparently, just... when they greet her, he literally comes and holds her in the same way that she replicated with Jeffrey Wright's hand. That is, that is a thing. He didn't hold her. She placed his. Oh, she. And in that situation, yeah, you do what you're told. Yes, you do. When yeah. when a scary woman you don't know, who might have just lost a child, has a wolf mask on, and you're like, you know what? At this point, you go just go with it. Yeah. Um, wolf, and I will say the wolf masks were actually pretty creepy. Yeah. No. That's if if anything, if we're gonna give some positives to the film. That what I mean. That was unsettling. I think is the word. Yeah, I think that's what I think the film went for unsettling. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. I mean, let's look at the script then, because and the dialogue. As far as the script goes, I can't floor it really because actually, I mean, it did tell the story. I mean, yes, I feel like you're right. It could have maybe put a bit more information across from the books to make it clear what was happening. But the script that we actually had was tense and was creepy at times. I mean, yeah, I would... But it was nothing special. No, I can tell you... Right, I'm sorry, I'm just... I'm now going on the IMDb to look for certain yeah. things. Top review, four out of ten stars. Boring and baffling. <laughs> um, also, uh, uh, the, the film was shot in 61 days. Yeah, that's, not, that's pretty cool. Um... I feel like this film didn't need to be two hours, five minutes. This film could have been an hour and a half, easy. Right, so I have a running theme, and I realise I have a running theme. Throughout (laughs) all these film reviews that we've done, and we've done a few now. Yeah. No matter how long a film is, I tend to want it to be shorter. But this one definitely made me want it to be shorter. I wanted the first film of this season to be like a really good one that yeah. we got. And actually some of the ones on the list do look like they could be quite good. I, I'm looking at other people's reviews at the moment and they're like, overall on the IMDb, it's 5.6. Oh, 
but I'm saying yeah, I get it because I can see how you could say it's quite artsy. Maybe it's quite stylized, but it's just okay. it was too slow for me. So this one, uh, th- three out of ten. The best part was the ending, and by that they mean it ended. Um, Even then, I don't think I will say I actually don't think the ending was that good though. It wasn't. It just sort of finished. It's I actually of... think it would have been better if you know they stab him and he crawls out and his eyes close and the wolves are looking at him. Yeah. And then he gets rescued. It would have actually been better to end it with him lying in the snow and the wolves are up on the cliff and his eyes closing. Because then you could have gone as a, as a watcher. Maybe he got eaten. Oh, but maybe he survived. But having us watch him get rescued by locals, then transferred to a hospital and greeted by his daughter. I'm going to say, if you read into it, I don't think any of that happened. I reckon he did die out in the cold and that's him like his heaven that he saw his daughter again. This is your headcanon changing the yeah, film to make no, it a better film. <laughs> no, only because he spent the whole film saying he hadn't seen his daughter for a very long time and they didn't really talk. And the fact that ultimately it ended with him, his daughter coming to see him, I, I reckon none of that happened. I reckon he did die out in the cold because realistically the walls are coming down to him. Why would he survive that? Yeah. It's... I... Okay, I'm going to have to put it under a category here of I was uninterested. It was too boring. There was not enough going on. I went in and obviously, right, so this is like the third time I'm going to reference the the naked wolf marsing. Because for me... It's one of the best bits. It is, though, and it happens really quite early. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it's within the first half, like half hour, 40 minutes. And it's just like, after that point, there's really nothing that really made me go, I want to watch this. Yeah. As I said, I did like the bit when they had the, the sheriff kind of approach the guy in the house, they had a, uh, like a tense chat, and then he unleashed a, mach- like a, a, a machine gun on a load of cops. And there was them trying. That was only, and only because something was happening. Um, yeah. If certainly. I hadn't been sitting on my phone doing the rating on IMDb to kind of keep myself interested in what was happening i think this would have been a film i really struggled to get through without stopping for a bit yes yeah because the Uh, problem is there's nothing wrong with having a slow-paced film that drip feeds but this didn't do that like the actual concept of this film if you think the concept is a a guy gets drawn to a town after reports of a child gets taken by a wolf to, to, to then uncover actually maybe there's more at hand the, the actual concept of what's going on oh you could have made more, is, so much more interesting it, it is a classic case of a, a decent enough concept just not just in the right hands it was it was poorly executed and that's unfortunate i've seen a few comments go the book is so much better and maybe and you'll understand the film more if you have read the book. But I don't yeah. feel like that's how a film should work. You shouldn't have to go into a Netflix experience looking for a companion book. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you should just get it all there and that be it. And for me, that wasn't the case. Because at the end of it, I didn't care. I just didn't yeah. care. Uh, obviously, we're, we're breaking down the category because we actually were talking about acting. Yeah, uh, I'm actually not going to diss the acting in it. I no, I will. Ag- I actually problem. agree with you. I do agree. There's nothing wrong with the actual acting. It's more of the direction of it and the way yes. it's portrayed. Yes. Um, um, I don't yeah. consciously remember much music, but there was a little bit here and there, which kind of added to the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I but because we've had not disagreements. That's not the right word. Is that is that decision of 
do you, if if a music score is doing its job should you pay attention to it it should enhance your experience not distract it yes so and maybe. i've seen a couple of films lately and a couple of things on telly a couple of tv shows actually where like i've just started watching um 911 on disney plus okay so it's it's like one of these like it's like if you imagine Grey's Anatomy, but with like so, uh, special services, yeah. that kind of thing. But they they really lean into the background music a lot to the point of I'm listening to the music and then forgetting I'm watching something. Right. Uh, it shouldn't distract. It needs to enhance the experience. Yes. Yeah, that's the right. So I've just looked. I, I know this is about something else here, but I'm looking at what the director has done elsewhere. Have you seen Green oh, right. Room? Have you seen Green Room? It's actually, it's about actually. a band, it's got Anthony Yelch in it, but it's also got Patrick Stewart as a bad guy. No, I don't think I have. I, I have seen it. Can't remember that much about it, but I can tell you what I re- remember. I did not like it. it had oh, really? A weird, it had a weird, so unsettling tone Jer- to it. Jeremy Salnier, yeah? Yes. I think I don't like his style. I'm trying to see if I've seen anything else he's done. Uh, I've not seen. Okay. I have. I do. His films. He did Goldfarb, Crab Walk, Murder Party, Killer Speaks, Blue Rain, Green Room. No, I haven't. I haven't seen anything else this guy's done. I. And this film doesn't make me want to. No, but the thing is, actually tying it to Green Room, that that was a unsettling. Didn't really enjoy it. Even though he should, because it had Patrick Stewart seems, and Anton Yelchin in it. This seems to be quite his thing, then. He likes unsettling. He definitely likes weird and, yeah. I can't say wonderful, which is... No, no, no. He, he likes just a weird. slow pace and a bit funky. Yeah. Um, script, I'm going to say... No, because... It didn't give you the key bits you wanted to know. No, so immediately that's that's yeah, the problem. Yeah, that's true. I was going to initially say I hadn't got a problem with it because it told the story, but actually you're right. No, it didn't. It didn't. No. The fact is, if them being brother and sister, even if it was a last minute reveal, which it could have been, yeah, that would have been a bit of information to show that there was something to it. Yeah. Um, that's unfortunate. I, apart from the cast itself. Yeah, I, I, and that's all right. Visually, was it compelling at all? No, because actually everything was quite stark imagery. The problem is they had lent in. It's the middle of nowhere. The town, the little village it's set in, is in the middle of nowhere in like Alaska, isn't it? Yeah, that kind of thing. So it's in the, all the snow, and actually I think snow is very can be very pretty on the camera. I mean, we did have the. I'm gonna say the juxtaposition. Of obviously he was out in a very hot climate originally because uh, he was at war or whatever, and that was a very yellowy, warm, hot place. And it was nice to have a contrast. It it was, but that also but wasn't it really long enough. I don't think so. No, no. I would be interested to know how many lines Skarsgård had in that because he didn't talk much. No, he spoke. I don't think he really spoke at all when he was like out in the war. When he came back, he only had a couple of lines. His was more a physical role. Um, yeah. Which I can appreciate. And I do like Skarsgård. Um, I think it'd be interesting going forward for this season to kind of point out 
this one's not the best example because we can we'll easily choose the same person. Like our personal star actor to focus on for that film. For me, it's, it's Jeffrey Wright for this. Yeah. But the thing is, right, Jeffrey Wright is often a highlight in most things anyway, but it wasn't yeah. too much of a stretch. He is the main character. No. Um, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Wright is definitely the, the star performance, is, is my yes. star performance for this. Yes. Uh, he is in an odd situation. Yeah, and actually he does get quite emotional at times. Oh, yeah. Like, no, like, I, the idea is he doesn't want to kill the wolf. That's the thing. He's got uh, respect for the wolves. But I would say, unless there was something where maybe if he knew the source material or something, where he went, maybe he knew the book and went, you know what? I'd like to be in that. I have to question, if he saw, if he read this film as yeah. we've got it, why? And Skarsgård, because yeah. they're both big enough names to kind of go, why are, yeah. you, why are you in this? Out of the two of them, it, at least like Jeffrey Wright took the lead role. Yes. He's off the lead role. There's something that could be quite interesting and might have turned out differently. Yeah. Oh, it's my chair. For a second, I like someone tapping on the window, but it's the creak of my chair and I freaked out a little bit. <laughs> and I think you saw it. Yes, I did. Um, yes, I did. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, there's not much else to dwell on for this one, I don't think. I really know not. So not this, this is the bit where we we look to rate the film. Uh, we don't rate it on another like five five out of five stars. Um, we simply yeah. say, is it a hit or is it a miss? A hit being, did we enjoy the film? Uh, would we rewatch it? Would we suggest it to other people? It's all round enjoyability. And a miss is the opposite. It's nice and simple, really. Tobias, I think it's an obvious one, but hold the dark. It's a big fat miss. It's a big fat miss for me as well. Now, yeah. the follow-up question for this season, because we're doing hidden gems, is the question is: you could like you could say oh, it was a it was a hit. I liked it. So, so would we say this is a hidden gem that should stay hidden? Oh, keep it out of sight. It's not, there's, this is not what I would call a hidden gem. No, no, this. Yeah, I right. So I have a massive DVD collection, and. Part of it is massive because I used to spend a lot of money in HMV. Uh, they used to do the <laughs> five for twenty pound or something, five DVDs yeah. for twenty pound. And I I found that I would get five, and there'd be a mix. There'd be the ones that I knew I liked that I'd seen and just wanted part of my collection. But I'd go for some random ones. I'd go for well, I don't even know what you are, but I, I, that you look interesting. I'll have you. But that that's good and bad. Sometimes you end up with gems where you kind of go, oh, I'm so glad I've bought this. Yeah. And you've got others where you go, I'm never going to watch this again. I'm I'm sorry I bought you, but you're still part of my collection. It's almost like, did this turn out to be a diamond or was it just coal? It's coal. This this is one that I would regret buying. This is yeah, this is <laughs> this isn't a hidden gem. This this no. is just a knockoff from up the road. Yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. Now, so. In previous seasons, we've predetermined the film we're going to watch next. Yes. We're, we're kind of shaking it up for this time. Because we've got a, a a list made of a load of different things, we're going to roll a 20-sided dice, which, because yes, we're we nerds, we have. We have. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll take it in turns. Maybe this this time I'll roll it, next time you can roll it. That works for me. So, so have you got the list in front of you with all the, the options? I did have a second ago, and I will do it in a moment. Hang find on. That, then, I will, then I will roll it. And you might want to keep a note of what ones we've already done. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, yeah, I might have to... Uh, yeah, okay. Right, so I'm rolling my dice. 
Yes. Right, we've come up with number 16. Okay. BRB. <laughs> editing magic, editing magic. <laughs> if I hear myself singing, I've gone wrong. Editing magic. Now, as I said, these are, these these films come from a whole variety of different sources. So there, there is a real mix of types of films. What are we going to watch next, Dave? Next, on the Manic Film Club, we are watching 71. A young British soldier who separated from his unit in Belfast at the height of Northern Ireland's troubles must survive a night alone in the city, starring Jack O'Connell and Paul Anderson, directed by Jan Demange. Okay, so a, a war film. It's a war film, yes. Cool. Cool. Yeah. No, I'm not a huge war film fan. Oh, but right. you know what? Yeah. It's a hidden gem. It'll be interesting to know by the end of this if this these lists are more actual gems or if they're not. We might have to keep a tally. Well, I think it'll be a good way to do it, won't it? Yeah. Okay, uh, so basically, you, I think we're going to kind of give, give yourself a couple of weeks to watch each one between the episodes, aren't we? Yes, we are. Um, okay, so yeah. So, 71. It's got like a little um, first, isn't it? So, it's yes, like it has. Ca- 71 calibre, I think. It is, if, you t- if you type in 71, it will come up. up. Yeah. Yeah. And these um, are all available on Netflix. Then We're yes. not mixing platforms up. No. Because Netflix not, is still one of the most accessible, even though they are they have all hiked their prices. Yeah. And then, aren't they introducing ads at some point on a lower tier? I don't know about that. Um but I can tell you, because I got a little bit confused, because I, thank you very much, use your Prime. Ooh. And I went to see a film on Prime, your Prime, Ooh. and it confused me. Because you know sometimes, because obviously with, with, with your Prime, you kind of just, it's just what's, what's free, isn't it? Sometimes yeah. it's got rent or buy. Now there's yeah. another thing where it's free with ads. And I didn't, oh. I didn't click it because that confused me. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, oh, how not, strange. I'm maybe it's a way commit. of getting it. And maybe it's a way of getting them on there sooner. Yeah, maybe. Mind you, this isn't a new one. I was trying to show oh. Carly Cube. Uh, but if oh. you go on, it's yeah, it's free with something that's confused me. I I turned um, Amazon Prime on yesterday to find they they've updated it. It's now f- like via the PlayStation, or it might have been via the the Xbox. It's now a completely different visual. It, I tell you it's what, more like it, Netflix. It does. And I've got Paramount Plus and that looks like it. It, it looks almost identical. But don't I, get me wrong. I actually don't mind them all kind of going the same kind of format because that way I know how to use them all. <laughs> but it confused me because the thing is, they all do look like Disney Plus. That They all look different. And yeah. I went on. I thought I'd gone on the wrong thing. I was like, oh, hang on, what? And then I was like, no, no, this is it. And I've forgotten how to search for things. <laughs> I was like, what? But yeah. But anyway, uh, we watch, so we're going to watch 71 next. Yes, we are. Um, so you've got a couple of weeks to watch that, and then yes. we'll be back here reviewing it again. Hello there. It's Future Liam here. I have travelled back in time from the year 2020-2020. That's right, all the way in the future. We're in the middle of a robot uprising. It's not the first one. This is like the third robotic uprising we've had. But I think we're going to have it under control. But I've come back to pass on a very important message that could very well save your life. The next film we're watching is 71. You've just heard about that. But it is such a well-hidden gem that it's been removed from Netflix.
We're apologising for this now, as we didn't see it coming. But it is available on Amazon Prime, so you can still watch it. Um, normally, we wouldn't, you know, mix platforms like we have just said. But as we have both already watched the film, you know, because it's the future, we're going to stick with this one. We will check the list to make sure none of them have been removed from this point onwards. Thank you so much. Now, I've got to go back. My comrades are fighting the robots, and they need my help. Tobias has been taken by the robots, and I think we'll get him back and win the war. Now... Enjoy the rest of the podcast. Maybe check out the main one. See you later. Yeah, in the meantime, if you want someone else to listen to, why not head over and listen to the main series of the Manic uh, podcast? What was I going? What was I going to say? I don't it's know. Coming to, it's coming to the end of its fourth season. Yeah, it is. Oh, a couple yeah. episodes left to go, um, and then we'll be back. So thank you for listening. Um, when this episode goes live. Uh, Tobias will pop a poll up over on Twitter where you can vote if you thought this film was a hit or if you thought this film was a miss. Yeah. Um, there is a link in our description to all of our social medias. Uh, if you want to become one of our patrons, that's there as well. For the low, low price of one British pound a month, Ooh. you get access to our Discord as well as a load of special stuff. Yeah, special stuff. Very- Extended episodes of the main podcast is kind of the main thing. Vague but lovely. <laughs> Vague but lovely, much like me. <laughs> so, before I, I ramble on too much, Tobias, yeah. I think it's yeah. time to say goodbye. It is definitely time to say goodbye because it is nearly 10 to 3. <laughs> it is indeed. It's been yeah. a late night. We are late recording session. Good night. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Look after yourself. Stay safe. And we will see you next time on The Manic Film Club. Stay manic. Stay manic.